The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, we look into a company leading the way on the free trade front. Learn how a company can make a difference by giving back. A truly inspiring story, so you'll want to listen close. Plus, later we'll tell you what's new at Mother's Market and what's going on around town. But first up, we are pleased to have Alafia founder Alawancho Chala with us today. He established his Fair Trade Cooperative in 2003, and sales of his products have helped fund multiple community empowerment projects in West Africa. He's such an interesting story, and we welcome him to the Mother's Market Radio Show. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I'm pleased to be here. Well, we're happy to have you here. For those of us, uh, for those of you in our audience that may not be familiar with your mission and your work, why don't you fill them in before we get to today's topic? Well, it depends. Do we have all day? We have all day for you, <laughs> the world, and the hours. So please. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to you guys and thanks to Mother's Market. Uh, our organizations, uh, as you mentioned, in terms of the community project, we call an empowerment community project. I, I myself uh, coming from a country named Togo, which is in West Africa, and um, end up here in the U.S. And after going to college, realized that there's a need to contribute to my communities. I felt the sense that by not contributing to my communities uh, as a process of alleviating poverty, then I become the contributor of poverty. So I and I did not want to be the contributor of poverty. And so I look in our communities and what do we have to offer the world? And I look specifically, what do mothers like my mother have to offer that don't, didn't have the opportunity to gain education? And I come clearly to seeing the traditional knowledge that exists in our communities. And we look, what are those traditional knowledge? What can that do? And that leads, uh, leads us to the handcrafted of shea butter. Hmm. So they, the shea trees are only native to West Africa, and uh, the knowledge of making it are only particular to the savannah of West Africa. So we thought that if we could form the cooperative in 2003 as a place where the woman can go and work and use the knowledge that they have, instead of saying that because you don't speak English or you can't read in French, that you have no place in the world. My thought, thought was that those women, like my mother, have a place in the world. We just have to establish a place where they can use their skills. And the app process leads to uh, where we are today, which is return the funds of selling those products so that hopefully in the future, many women like my mother will have the opportunities and there will be no need to have to create just a place. We are so grateful for people like you in the world. Thank you. <laughs> well, today we are talking about your company and the great things that you've been able to do. So uh, so you st- talked a little bit about this, but how really did Alafia get started? The the start of Alafia is something that is, is complicated, but yes, simple. Mm-hmm. It's out of the pure desire, uh, as I mentioned earlier, that I can contribute to my community. Mm-hmm. And just uh, very quickly, I grew up in eight by 10 room with eight children. Mm. And I work along my mother in the farm. And I think that those early on, I have learned the difficulties that women uh, have in Togo. 
And as I said, by establishing the cooperative is the way to go. And we did that by uh, um, simply going to the bank and said that I think that I can save the whole continent of Africa with $50,000, which is a very crazy, crazy idea. So the direct answer, how did Alafia start, uh, is uh, simply because we're naive and we thought that we can really save the world. And I still believe that, by the way. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that loan, uh, which the bank is paid back, we, I went back, returned to Togo in 2003, and went from village to village and said that I believe that if we can uh, make share butter under the fair trade uh, principles and sell in the U.S., we can raise money for the schools. And uh, so there was a that process, and that's uh, where we are today. Amazing. How did Alafia grow from such small roots to what it is today? I mean, this is the beginning, right? So you just uh, described all of this um, a bit, but I mean, it from one from one person like you to look at where it's grown. Um, I would say that Alafia is where it is today because of the people, mm-hmm. uh, because of the people in Togo, and because of the people in America, mm-hmm. uh, and certainly uh, in the about nine years ago when we were still working our kitchen, the mother's markets were our first retail store here in Southern California. And today, the mother's market carry practically almost every product that we make. What that means is that support from just two SKUs to over 200 SKUs that we have today, that helps us to be where we are. It means our retailers are supporting us and we're able to grow with that process. But it's also because Alavia is what I call the absolute commitment that my wife and I uh, give our life to what Alafia is, that we are willing to walk day and night, and as we scratch the surface, and we can begin to see the impacts of what that's creating in our communities that don't have other alternatives, mm-hmm. I, I think it gives us the courage to continue one by one and to continue expanding. But I think it's also because we feel that there's no need to overcharge the customers here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, we feel that if we're supporting communities in Togo and mothers here in the U.S. or families that cannot have access to this healthier option, that's not right. That poor people in America should be able to purchase our product too. So we'll make our product affordable and clean. And we'll work hard and with the support of our retailers, we are where we are today. And that's so I mean, amazing. Again, you've um, come up with this from a young, from really, as you said, you started this as a young boy, and you have taken this um, concept, and you've stayed with this. You're loyal, and you, you've had a lot of courage, and look at who you've banded around you. So um, I'm, I'm just so impressed. Tell us um, a little bit about the Empowerment Tour. The Empowerment Tour is uh, is a way for us to show our gratitude. Mm -hmm. Um, And you probably guess since that culture is important to me in some ways. Absolutely. Um, And in Togo, when somebody helps you Mm -hmm. or gives you you an opportunity, it's required that you present yourself in person. Okay. Emails or letters is not going to do. No, you and need to be you there. Need to be person, there. Shake their hand. Exactly. Look them in the eye exactly. Mm-hmm. So we feel that since these are tenth years, and as I said earlier, we are only here because of the support of our customers and our retailers, mm-hmm. and therefore it makes sense to go to those stores 
and to the people that support us and present our gratitude in person for supporting us and trying to share with them the that the critical role that they play um, because sometimes I think it, it, people can get out of touch easily when they they're not told to see what it means or what what they when they purchase our product what it means so to go around to be able to share with them that uh, what they're doing have a direct impact in our community is very profound impact uh, and that's what we're doing we're going to be on the road for 52 days mm-hmm. and going from store to store to uh, place to place uh, to present our gratitude in person I love that I love that it's your gratitude can you explain a bit about what fair trade is and how it works and why is fair trade certification important the certifications is critical because it requires you to improve. At least that's the way I see it. Uh, and also, it means that you are open to be looked up and onto. When um, you have a fair trade certification, it also means there's a third party agency that should go to the source and verify if indeed people are getting paid fair wages. And most importantly, if people are working in safe working conditions, because the main issue in the poor countries is that the safe working conditions are not available to the people. And because of poverty, people will work in any condition that's given to them. Mm. So when you're fair trade certified, aside from paying fair wages, clearly sets fair wages, but we look at it as a, as a making sure that there's a safe working condition for those that participate in whatever craft that may be. Uh, but I, I should also say that fair trade alone, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is not enough for the continent of Africa. We cannot get out of poverty simply by pr- practicing fair trade. Uh, we, we can practice fair trade as a, as a step, but we need to go above and beyond that. You are um, the gatekeeper. You're also um, you're. You're professional. You are. You've mentioned being gratitude, showing gratitude. You're improving the conditions. You're ver- trust but verify. But you are. You're professional, and I love that about this. How do uh, fair trade and gender equality work together? Uh, the it, it, again, it will, it, the fair trade may vary from place to place, and for Alafia in, in particular. We think that to reach gender equality, and to me, when I talk about gender equality, I'm talking about economic equality mm-hmm. for women. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that if women are given similar opportunity that men have in Togo and across, across West Africa toward economics, that that can help to bring equality in the families, that it wouldn't be that the men are in charge of everything. And again, I, I'm not saying that everywhere in Africa or everywhere in Togo that women don't have the rights. Mm-hmm. But is is it very clear that we have a long way to go? Even this country that's supposed to be a democratic country, and we has a way to go. Imagine our our country and our continent. Um, and the, what we're saying is that if we can pay those women a fair price for their labor, then that will help. For them to have the income and should not have to be in control of any other man. And that's a great point. Um, you've come a long way from where you've started, and and you're still marching forward. And that's uh, amazing. How has the practice of fair trade through Alafia impacted the communities of Togo? It, it impacted the communities of Togo in many various ways. Mm-hmm. 
because uh, fair trade itself if you fully practice fair trade the way that should be there's a what is called the chain of custody the chain of custody begins where the first raw ingredients so for us it begins with the share nuts collector and we have over 4,000 members wow. that are participating in collecting the nuts and those members are benefited in the sense that they get fair wages and then when it comes to our cooperative we have over 500 um, members that are cooperative that turn those share nuts into the share butter and when you at the end of the day well, after selling those products here in the u.s the income return comes back to togo that goes into the communities that don't necessarily participate in the share nut collection or that participate in the cooperative so they get other benefits and i i think that is uh, i i is of, often difficult to express the kind of impact that creates in the community unless you can be there for yourself okay. because it's hard to summarize but what is clear is that um, in our cooperative and all those that we work with the only way that they would not be part of the cooperative is if they were to pass away which means that is something of a great importance to them to be part of our life here and I think if you look at all the schools and the various uh, uh, community projects that we conduct, it's very clear that the, the contribution matters greatly. Well, this is very interesting information, and um, as you can see your passion behind all of this, which is wonderful. Um, right now we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, more information on Alafia and some product benefits as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high-quality, great-tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview, and we're talking about Alafia founder Alawando Chala. And so tell me one more question about Toga, the community projects you've been involved with, the bicycle program. The idea behind the bicycle program, which we have uh, for the past uh, nine years, mm -hmm. is collect used bicycles in America, mostly in the western states, and then send it to Togo so that the girls can go to school. Nice. The, what is, has been happening or what contributes to the high dropout among the girls, and there's three times as many girls in Togo dropping out as boys. And some of it has to do with the fact that the girls are having to do the dishes, the laundries. And we feel that by having a bicycle 
they can go back and forth faster from school because we cannot change what's required of them at home. Mm-hmm. But what we can do is provide the transportation. Because if you walk five miles or 10 miles to school and having to do all that's required of you as a young lady, there are just not enough time to study. And we have found in the past nine years that is the opposite. Instead of 91% dropout rate before the secondary school, is that we have 90% retention in the school. And that's very, very important. Again, with uh, the education, that will help our young ladies be able to get a job one day and hopefully get out of poverty. Wow. That's a large amount of, uh, that percentage is amazing. But I see, again, with your research and how you're uh, really getting in there to help them out. So those community projects um, have been, uh, I I love how you're getting involved there with your community projects. Yes. Um, Okay, so let's talk a little bit about your products and uh, the benefits of unrefined shea butter. Well, the benefits of, uh, there's two two shea butters. You can have refined shea butter or unrefined shea butter, just as you can have white wheat or whole wheat. And we know one has the fiber and one doesn't. Mm -hmm. And And we also know that most people eat by flour, even though we know it doesn't have all the fibers that we need. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a similar thing when it comes to unrefined shea butter. It means that it has not been processed. And particularly for alafia, it's hand-done, hand-crafted. And what that means is that it retains all the healing properties that shea butter is supposed to do, particularly the vitamin E. Mm-hmm. And shea butter has antibacterial properties, and that's one of the reasons why in Togo is used for umbilical cords. But particularly, you have to see that the sun creates a, quite a bit of damage to our skin. And being able to use the shea butter to protect our layers and making sure that it's unrefined, it, 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 creates, it creates a lot of benefits. Wow. And I didn't realize that about the umbilical cord either. Uh, what are the benefits of unrefined neem oil? The neem oils uh, originally come from Indi- India, and the past 800 years has been throughout West Africa. And in Togo, they grow wild. And uh, as many of uh, your listeners may know, neem is known for antibacterial properties, antifungal properties. And our neem is hand-pressed. And for all the different oils and butters and alafia product, we make ourselves, and those are hand-pressed. And again, if you see our neem, you see that it has that, that, that co- the color, the green color to it. It means that it has not been processed or refined. And those benefits are very important, particularly when it comes to the face. Mm-hmm. Um, what about black soap? Well, that's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and why is that? Because it's, it's, uh, it goes back to what I said earlier, mm-hmm. tradition. The tradition matters that the black soap is the oldest soap as far as we know in west africa in the way in which is made so you make this soap by cooking it mm-hmm. so we cook the oils with the ash and people throughout west africa believe that making a soap into charcoal like and that's why we call it black soap because it's a brownish almost dark color mm-hmm. and by that means that you're making a charcoal so cooking the oils by mixing with the ash to react the oils almost to charcoal, as I was saying, people think that charcoal is purifying and detoxifying for the skin. And then it, it's something that the science can back up to. Charcoal does matter. And when you use it, um, it, is a, it, you can see the feeling that it brings to your skin. 
and our black silk because traditionally made is helping us to do two things one it helps to preserve the traditions and the second thing it helps to offer those products here in the u.s with people who have sensitive skin and it's also good for the youngsters mm -hmm. but one thing i didn't say is that we cure these in the sun for three weeks which which creates what they call in soap a complete reaction it means that you have just soap there's no more reaction happening after the curing process you know what I like about talking to you about is that you get your tradition, your culture, and your history. It's not just like, well, we offer this, the refined black soap, or we offer this refined neem oil. We have your history about it in Togo. And so I think with your product line and your lafia, you offer your proud tradition with that. So you should, I hope you offer that when you sell that in your mother's market or where you have that because you should be proud of that. Thank you. Yes. So we're done. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're not done. Um, so um, I want to go back uh, to another question of that. Um, what are the benefits of coconut oil? Well, the coconut oil is uh, similar to the shea butter in a way. Mm -hmm. But I have a bias that I prefer shea butter because it was a native to West Africa. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and you should have the bias because it's from where you're from. So, um, but, but, you know, the, it's, um, for what we use mostly in our coconuts is the, the, the baby coconut because they have a lot of enzymes in, in, in them or em embryonic you may call it is not the word that you want to to say but the, the, it is true coconuts are when this because they haven't gone to the full um, maturity yet and when you have something that's still growing and you can use on your skin it has a great benefit and that's why we have toners that you guys the mother's markers carry um, that are just tonic that they're pure coconut water but the coconut themselves we use what is called the fermentation process to extract the oil mm -hmm. and that fermentation process involves making coconut milk which will live in the sun and the coconut oil themselves rise to the top and we skim it off the point there again is not we all know the the, the benefits that the coconut give you and, and coconut is very popular but it's how is it made that do you get the benefits if it's made right then you get those benefits if it's not made right you don't get those benefits and the fermentation process, we believe that still retain all the healing property that should be there. Mm. And then those, uh, I should answer your question directly, are mostly antioxidants. Oh, okay, there. And again, those healing process of those. Um, why is it important to use these ingredients in their natural and whole state? The, it is important, uh, one, because that's what we can offer the world I, I i feel that the in america you can make things by machine in any industrialized or emerging economies you can make things by machine and what we can make is handcrafted mm -hmm. and i think we also know through our history we don't need science to prove this to us that when we make things by hand they tend to be more coexistence with nature and we know that we are in the process of destroying our earth faster. Mm -hmm. And so that, then we know in Togo, making shea butter by hand without using chemicals or machinery tend to help preserve those uh, shea nuts or the shea trees and helps to keep the culture. 
but ultimately come to the customers, the end user. When the end user are, are using a product that has not been heavily processed, then they gain the benefit or the values of the money that they spend on that product. Because when they buy something, they expect it to do something, mm-hmm. to, to, to do the health they're supposed to do. And if we're able to derive those raw ingredients before even making it to lotions or shampoos that can maintain those raw state, then they are, the customers are getting the benefit of what they pay for. And I think that too should be considered and is fair. Yeah, made by your hands and made in from your culture rather than, as you say, here we are in the United States and we do things by machine. And, and I should add one more thing to that too, that is we tend to look for, there's various ways that Lafayette look for the benefit. Uh, that is a, by making by hands, it helps you create jobs. Very good. And that's very important. If we can create jobs, that will reduce the chances of war. And we all know we have a lot of wars going on throughout the continent because people are looking for ways uh, to survive. Mm-hmm. And so if we can create, war, create jobs, and that can reduce the chances of civil wars. That's a really good point. Boy, especially going on right now, very timely that yes. you're saying that. Why is it so important to use natural and chemical free skin care products? The it, it, we I would say to me that already there's so much in um, in our environments that are very polluted. Um, it's often said our skin is the lot largest part of our body or organs, and and if, if we have a chance not to add any more chemicals to our skin, mm-hmm. I think it just makes sense not to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I I think that. Sometimes the the customers or people are misled to what will bring beauty, uh, but in reality, is the chemicals that is uh, they put onto their body in exchange for for the beauty, and we feel that the true beauty should be holistic. Uh, we need to moisturize our skins using raw ingredients, and we also need to be ethical in the process. And when we combine those two things, uh, I think it ensures that we're happy inside and we're happy outside. That's so well stated. Um, I really love your whole, um, just your ethical from the very beginning, from your culture to the way you put um, jobs back into Togo and uh, your professionalism. Um, I love what you stand for. So I uh, thank you for coming here and good luck on your tour. Thank you. And thanks to all our customers in Mother's Market for the support that they present to us. Well, good luck. Thank you so much for your time. And it was such a pleasure having you here on the show. And in, in the meantime, you can learn so much more about Alafia on their Facebook page. Let me spell it for you. It is A-L-A-F-F-I-A. That's the spelling. And uh, again, thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market radio show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.